0: The Holy Gospel is written in the 20th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew, beginning at the first verse. Glory be to thee, O Lord. The kingdom of heaven is like unto a man that is an householder, which went out early in the morning to hire laborers into his vineyard. And when he had agreed with the laborers for a penny a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace and said unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right I will give you. And they went their way. Again he went out about the sixth and ninth hour and did likewise. And about the eleventh hour he went out and found others standing idle and saith unto them, why stand ye here all the day idle? They say unto him, Because no man hath hired us. He saith unto them, Go ye also into the vineyard, and whatsoever is right, that shall ye receive. So when even was come, the Lord of the vineyard saith unto his steward, Call the laborers and give them their hire, beginning from the first unto the, uh, beginning from the last, unto the first. And when they came to that were hired about the eleventh hour, they received every man a penny. But when the first came, they supposed that they should have received more and they likewise received every man a penny. And when they had received it, they murmured against the good man of the house saying, these last have wrought but one hour and thou hast made them equal unto us which have borne the burden and heat of the day. But he answered one of them and said, Friend, I do thee no wrong. Didst, thou not, didst not thou agree with me for a penny? Take that thine is and go thy way. I will give unto this last even as unto thee. Is it not lawful for me to do what I will with mine own? Is thine eye evil because I am good, so the last shall be first, and the first last. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to thee, O Christ. May I speak in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. Please be seated. Chichale Road in Cricklewood, is known as Job Street, where economic migrants line up to be hired from the back of a van, no questions asked. Dozens of men in jeans and anoraks hang around from 6.30 a.m. to discover whether they will be working that day. A car will stop, a negotiation will take place, a deal may be struck. Typically, the men will be whisked off to a building site or a house in the process of renovation. They will be paid $20. Pounds to 40 pounds for a long, arduous day. No tax, no national insurance, no questions asked. That's essentially the scenario for today's gospel reading. The social situation in Jesus's day was that many small farmers were being forced off their land because of debt they incurred to pay Roman taxes. Consequently, large pools of unemployed men gathered each morning, hoping to be hired for the day. They were the displaced, unemployed and underemployed workers of their day. Those still waiting at five o'clock would have had little chance of of earning enough to buy food for their families that day. Yet the vineyard owner pays even them a full day's wage. The owner in the parable ensures that all the workers are paid enough to support their families as the penny in our reading or the denarius in other translations was a full day's pay for a skilled worker at the time so unlike those exploited illegal workers or gig economy workers earning less than the minimum wage today the employer in this story is concerned that those he employs are paid a living wage The standard thing for an employer in Jesus' day to do would have been to send one of his employees to the marketplace to pick up a few extra workers for the day, but this employer goes to the marketplace himself. In fact, he goes repeatedly to seek workers and clearly cares about their predicament, seeking to lift them out of their despair by providing work that meets their needs and the needs of those who depend on them. If God is like the owner of the vineyard, then the story is telling us that he cares about our hopeless situation as human beings, that he comes looking for us, that he goes on an all-out search to find workers for his vineyard, that he longs to provide us with a life of significance in his kingdom work. N.T. Wright has said, God's grace, in short, is not the sort of thing you can bargain with or try to store up. It isn't the sort of thing that one person can have a lot of and someone else only a little. The point of the story is that what people get from having served God and his kingdom is not actually a wage at all. It's not strictly a reward for work done. God doesn't make contracts with us as if we could bargain or negotiate for a better deal. Instead, he makes covenants in which he promises us everything and asks of us everything in return. And when he keeps his promises, he's not rewarding us for effort, but doing what comes naturally to his overflowingly generous nature. Michael Green says of this same story, Length of service and long hours of toil in the heat of the day constitute no claim on God, and they provide no reason why he should not be generous to those who have done less. All human merit shrivels before God's burning, self-giving love. Grace, amazing grace, is the burden of this story. All of us are equally undeserving of so large a sum as a denarius a day. All are given it by the generosity of the employer. All are on the same level. The poor disciples, fishermen, and tax collectors as they were, uh, are welcomed by God along with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. So there are no rankings here in the kingdom of God. No one can claim deserved membership of the kingdom. There is no place for personal pride, for contempt or jealousy, for there is no ground for any to question how this generous God handles the utterly undeserving. He is good. He sees that the one-hour workers would have no money for supper if they got paid for only one hour, and in generosity he gives them what they need. Who is to complain at that? Yet there is always a danger that we do get cross with God over this. Those of us who work or move in church circles can easily assume that we are the special ones, God's inner circle. In reality, as we have seen, God is out there in the marketplace, looking for the people everybody else tried to ignore, welcoming them on the same terms, surprising them and everybody else with his generous grace in Ephesians 2 and verses 8 to 10 we read Paul saying it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this not from yourselves it is the gift of God not by works so that no one can boast for we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do is there anywhere in today's church, I wonder, that doesn't need to be reminded of that message drawn from this parable? A parable which is also a message of hope to everyone today struggling to find adequate employment. In God's kingdom, it suggests we will all find work that meets our needs. And the parable is therefore also a challenge to any who have a hand in shaping the structures of work in today's society. What can we do as Christians to advance that aspect of God's kingdom in the here and now? Amen.